0: Are we going?
1: I think so. <laughs> yes. I don't know how these things work. Hi, Hi. my name's Francesca.
0: <laughs> my name's Emmy,
1: And welcome to the Notable Podcast, where we talk about all things notable in the music world. <laughs> Woo! Woo-hoo. Um, this is our first podcast. And yeah. as I'm sure you can tell, we're, we're just, you know, figuring out the ropes. So <laughs> who are we?
0: Yeah, good question.
1: Uh, well, I'm Francesca Bubella. <laughs> I'm 22, and I'm graduating this year from the University of Birmingham with a music degree. Oh, I don't know that yet, actually, we haven't got our results.
0: Yeah, figures. Because I'm sure you have. <laughs> I keep telling people that. Yeah. Like, I'm a graduate, and uh, it's actually, well, I'm not quite a graduate. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm Immy, Um, I'm 21, and I'm also sadly graduating, well, it's not sad that I'm graduating... <laughs> I'm sad that I'm leaving. The point being, I'm also a music graduate from Birmingham too,
1: which yeah. is how we know each other.
0: Which is how we know each other. Yes. We met. When did we meet, Fran? I can't actually really remember.
1: Um, in a lecture, I'm, I assume.
0: Yeah, I can't remember. Sometime in first year. Yeah. But um,
1: and we just hit it off. Yeah. And then, I have I made a, a YouTube channel in first year and asked Immy if she would give me recorder lessons. And so we have a couple videos on my YouTube channel where Emmy teaches me the recorder. Currently, the name of the YouTube channel is Francesca Babella. So go check that out because that's really cool. It was really fun to make. Um, Those were fun to make,
0: and I look back on them now and they feel like such a long time ago. I honestly can't believe it's been three years, and here we are with a podcast. Yeah. So are we playing two truths and a lie?
1: Yeah, I thought just Mm -hmm. a sort of who we are, a bit of just a game, really.
0: Yes. You know. Great.
1: Yeah. Okay. uh, Do you want to go first?
0: Yeah, sure. Okay, so I think these are supposed to be, like, music-related to Truth and the Lie. So mine are more specific. I'm talking about my exam experience growing okay, up. Okay, nice. So these are three events that happened during my music exams, and you have to guess which one is the lie, okay? Okay. So um, one time, uh, in a flute exam this was, I had left photocopies in my music, And as I turned the page, I realized my photocopies were still there and I couldn't see my music. So I picked them up and I threw them (gasps) and they hit my accompanist in the face. (laughs) And it was unbelievably awkward. (laughs) Okay, that's number one. Number two, this was a recorder exam. One time, you know how you have the oral section where they do like play the cadences and you have to tell them which Mm -hmm. cadence it was? Mm -hmm. So my examiner kept playing, <laughs> kept playing the piece a bit wrong. <laughs> he played it like three times, <laughs> and it got to the end, and I had to guess what cadence it was. And I said it's the wrong cadence, but because he played it wrong so many times, he told me the answer and marked it down correct.
1: Oh, what a babe!
0: I know, I know. And then my last one is this was also one of my early recorder exams. Um, one time <laughs> I brought in the wrong um book. I brought in my um like a different book, like the year before or something. And so I had to play all different pieces to what I'd said. Yeah.
1: Okay, I haven't heard any of these stories. <laughs> I feel like you so chucking sad. the papers at your accompanist. <laughs> what was Do you this? know
0: what's sad? Is that I actually could have done all of these things. Is that, yes, and it wouldn't be yes. surprising.
1: No, none of that would have been surprising, actually. No. Um, I think the last one... I feel like you would have told me that story. I think the last one's think? false.
0: Yeah, the last one's false. Okay. <laughs> that I feel like that is pushing it. If you stay up to an exam without the right music.
1: But I was like, how? I was thinking like, if that's true, how did you even get that's through false. the exam? I, yeah. I,
0: I hadn't really thought through the logistics. But yeah, <laughs> that one's false. Okay, your turn.
1: Okay, right. I gave an examiner a standing ovation in the middle of the exam. During like, you know, the, the <laughs> like, the bits where they're where they're playing the pieces, and you have to guess the time period.
0: Wait, you stood up and applauded. Him.
1: <laughs> well, I was already stood up, so technically it's still a standing ovation.
0: <laughs> Wait, so you applauded it in the exam?
1: <laughs> yeah, because I was so true. I was really, I, mean, I was true. really impressed.
0: You can't make that up. <laughs>
1: um, the next one, I didn't pursue violin because I was too scared of tuning my violin using the pegs. <laughs> because um, I was always scared they were gonna snap because I had a traumatic mm-hmm. time when I was starting the violin and the person showing that came in to show all the instruments was like, um, yeah, and this is how you tune the violin, but be really careful because if the string snaps, you could take your eye out. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh. God, um, I don't want that. so I don't want that. And the other one is I miraculously got a distinction in my grade five theory, the, the, despite the fact that I didn't do any practice
0: oh i don't know okay so i think the first one is true because <laughs> i do i can see it <laughs> i can see you applauding just as a gut reaction um okay i think the violin one is false
1: interesting no that one's true
0: is it yeah it is was a great
1: the i yeah i got a pass in my grade five theory uh,
0: i like just pass?
1: i scraped a pass
0: Um, I I scraped a pass in my grade
1: five theory. I think everybody scraped a pass in their grade five theory.
0: (laughs) But like, why are we all scraping passes? Like, I don't understand.
1: But yeah, the examiner, the standing ovation, honestly, I was absolutely mortified.
0: Is this a story that you would never, (laughs) you've never told anybody?
1: Yeah. And here I am broadcasting it. Um, I can't remember what exam it was, but they it was like a 20th, uh, 20th century jazz piece that i mm-hmm. had to guess the time period and it was really difficult and it was so good and they just played it so well and i just <laughs> like was so impressed and i just sort of like stood there and i was like and then he just looked at me like can you give me your answer please and i was like yeah. oh god that's so embarrassing they didn't even appreciate my little applause <laughs> so embarrassing. they didn't appreciate me my-
0: yeah, those, those oral things were so awkward. they like, I remember, you know the one where you'd have to sing? Yeah. Sing back to them? Oh my gosh, they, those were the worst, because I would just forget and I'd just sing a whole different song. <laughs> I'd be like, larring away. Yeah, don't miss that.
1: Um, but yeah, and yeah, I, well pursuing the violin obviously wasn't the main reason I didn't pursue violin because that would be a silly reason not to pursue it but it was one of the because I was I just I just find it terrifying terrifying tuning the violin with the pegs I don't know well anyway it, a random truth I think it's really scary. <laughs> I can understand that
0: even when I'm tuning my guitar and I'm like because you can put in like different tunings where you like you know mm-hmm. more than or higher or lower sometimes I'm thinking oh my gosh like this is gonna snap or when you're putting on new strings mm-hmm. yes I hate it yeah it's just horrible yeah yeah not good I get that very interesting well I've learned something about you today Fran Standing the <laughs> ovation
1: oh, it was it was so what I came out of the exam just like why the heck did I do that
0: I know and that's when so you come away remembering so you're yeah. like I must have failed like yeah. when I chucked all the photocopies at my copy of it, it was like I have definitely failed like there's no way <laughs> do you oh, just have I've to like this. did
1: you just have to awkwardly like just sorry I'll just collect- I'll just go collect this <laughs>
0: because <laughs> they were like my te- my flute teacher was like insistent that I needed photocopies because um I had a page turn but I really liked doing the page turn I think it's because I had some bars rest and like helped me count the bars rest yeah and yeah so in the exam I decided last minute I was going to use them I forgot to take them out and then um yeah had to um, think of my feet so I think yeah. I was like playing with one hand
1: <laughs> I had forever. um my friend's brother in his grade 8 violin um was, like, going so full out that his string snapped. It wasn't a snapping that the actual, it just, like, came loose or something. Like, it wasn't, he managed to put it back, but it, mean, it meant he had to stop and sort it out. And the examiner, this is an examiner that gave everybody a pass. No matter how good you were, he just gave you a pass. And we, like, complained about him. It was really bad. I don't think he's an examiner anymore. Um, but in the comments, he said something like, if you weren't, like, getting so into the music, it might not have happened. I it was like, yeah, but it's my grade eight. What, what, did yeah, you not want like, me to be expressive? So I came up with some quick fire questions. Yeah. So, favourite composer?
0: Yeah, this is a hard one because I feel like I have a lot of favourite composers. But if we're talking like consistently favourite, I did a module on Vaughan Williams last year. Yeah. And I would say I really consistently like his music. Nice. You know, uh, you know I went-
1: controversially, he... It's one of my sort of least Really? Yeah. I just find it's it very over. English.
0: I think the reason I like <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I think the reason I like it is because it's very um impressionistic is the wrong word. But like it really paints a picture, it's nice. music, Which
1: uh-huh. I like. Maybe you can give me some recommendations or some nice one yeah. pieces.
0: I just was pleasantly surprised when I did that module last year. And mm. I just every piece of music we listened to, I thought, yeah, I get behind this. That's really cool. Yeah. Yes. But I would say he's like you know, I wouldn't be getting, like, Vaughan Williams merch. I'm, that. <laughs> I'm not that level of, like, fangirling, but, yeah, I just like his music. What about you?
1: Nice. Um, again, found this one difficult. It really depends on what mood I'm in, actually. Yeah. You know, as a choral singer, is am I too stereotypical to say that I love Eric Whittaker? You I feel know, like you've
0: got to own what you love, you
1: know? Like you said, there isn't a piece by Eric Whittaker that I don't absolutely love. Yeah. So, anyway... Um, okay, most underrated most under- instrument. Yeah, sorry.
0: You go. So I, <laughs> okay, so I feel like I'm obliged to say this, um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I've got to say the recorder. Yeah, I have lived my whole life convincing people that it is an instrument, so I feel like I'll take this chance to say it's an underrated instrument. Uh,
1: I would agree with you, and I figured you were going to give the answer, so I didn't give the same answer. And in the front cover of our podcast. I am the one holding the recorder, but oh, yeah. that is from when me and Emmy were
0: playing recording. For context, I didn't say this. We actually haven't said it. So I'm a oh, recorder yeah. player.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Um,
0: yeah, <laughs> I'm a <laughs> recorder player and is um, my first study, flute's my second. Although I also play sort of like guitar. I really like songwriting.
1: She's very good at yeah. it. I know that stuff yeah. too.
0: But, yeah. And Fran is...
1: I'm a singer. Um, a a, I'm singer. a soprano. Oh, thanks. Um, a soprano, and but I also play piano and violin, and I grew up in orchestras um, and stuff, but I like that choral thing.
0: That choral thing. That choral thing. So what would you say is your most underrated?
1: You know, honestly, the triangle. <laughs> <laughs> or the tambourine, but I'm going to go triangle this time.
0: I don't know why, it sounds quite deep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because, again, you know, I'm just going to... Drop in my YouTube video because I made a YouTube video with one of my best friends, Angus. He's amazing and um, is a percussionist. And he gave me like a triangle lesson. Go check it out on my YouTube channel. It's really good. And I can't believe how difficult it is. Yeah. Like there was so much skill in just getting the sound clear and hitting it in the right place so that you actually like achieve The right timbre on the Mm -hmm. on the uh, triangle, and also just the speed that you have to play at sometimes. And sometimes you hit like the inside of the triangle, and sometimes you have to hit the outside of the triangle. And just doing it faster. I remember the piece that we were doing, um, Rimsky Korsakov. After he sort of taught me how to play, he was like, "Right now, try playing this this orchestral triangle part." And it was like diga diga dun dun diga diga dun dun which was the rhythm, but then he had to do the semi-quavers on the inside and then the quavers on the outside. And it was just so difficult. The triangle was moving around. And I was just like, this is so much harder than I realised. It's not just like, you know, standing there hitting a triangle.
0: There is some skill
1: involved. So I would say the triangle.
0: Yeah, you've convinced me. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like a lot of people say that about percussion, though, is it's quite underrated. Yeah. And percussionists have to learn you know, on many different
1: instruments. Yeah, well. not, yeah. Oh and actually gosh. also on the recorder, I think one of the main reasons it's underrated is because it's seen as one of those primary school, like, knock off, just do it, like, in a yeah. class and make horrible noises. But it's yeah. totally not that at all. Totally
0: not that. And there's all the different sizes you have to learn, all the yeah. fingerings, all yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah, it's more than what meets the eye. Exactly. Um. Okay, so most underrated piece of music?
1: Well, okay, I'm not going to do his name justice here, but this is a piece I did with one of my National Youth Choir courses. And it is such a bop. It's Renaissance, but... Yeah. And it's by... I think he's... He's a Latino composer. I can't remember exactly where he's from. Um, I think it might be South America. And it's this piece called Ave Regina Cellorum And his name is Juan Gutierrez de Padilla. Um. Um, or if you just type in Padilla, which is L A, It's just, like, just the variety in it, the rhythms. It's, like, really funky, and I just mm-hmm. love it. And I've, I've like, mentioned it to people, and people are always, like, musicians are always like, no, I don't know that one. And it's just, like, one of my favourite choral pieces, and, oh yeah, no one, no one even knows the composer. You've got to
0: get his name out there, Fran. Yeah,
1: I know, right? So, yeah, that's my Ave Regina by Padilla. Nice. June. Yeah.
0: I've listened to that. My woman is so. My dad is a trumpet player and he loves jazz. Oh, so cool. I've sort of grown up around. Did I told you that? I don't,
1: I don't think so. That's cool. Yeah.
0: He he loves jazz, and so I've sort of grown up listening to a lot of jazz. And he really likes a composer called Maria Schneider, mm-hmm. who I think is from New York. At least I think that's where she's based at the moment. And anyway,s I remember one card journey. I can't remember where we were going but he was like oh I want to play you this song by this woman called Maria Schneider and it was called it's called walking by flashlight and it's based on this poem about this guy who I can't remember but for some reason he can't go out during the day and he has to he can only go outside at night because of the sun or something um and so it's a piece of music about him sort of going outside at night time with his flashlight and it is the most incredible piece of music and i was lucky enough to go and see it performed live i think pre-pandemic so like two years ago um in at ronnie scott's in london nice jazz bar yeah and every time i listen to the piece it literally gives me shivers it is just beautiful and again like i mean i don't know how well known she is within the jazz world but like i don't i don't yeah i've not met people who talk about marie schneider so that's really cool i think it's probably one of the
1: is it, like, 100. is it slow? Or? Yeah,
0: it's just, like... Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I get a fangirl, I can't. It's so good. Yeah, it's, qu- it's quite a steady piece of music. Um, but it just, like... You know what I was earlier? I really like music that like, paints a picture. Mm-hmm. This is just so clever. Like, you listen to it and you think, absolutely, like, I can, I can see the whole narrative being played out here. Like, the whole poem fits perfectly with the music. And it's just beautiful. And it's just, like, so clever. I just don't know how she made the musicals and mis- like decisions she did in order to create that kind of like soundscape and it's just beautiful
1: that's really cool
0: yeah I i'm to check
1: great. that out genre that you love but want to know more about
0: yeah so i did a module in protest and social action last time and we talked a lot about funk and i think nice. funk is so great and i feel like i know about it but i would love to know more about it mm-hmm. specifically like how will the harmonies and everything work Is a genre i mean i love dancing to funk music I think it's just so great but like yeah I think I'd really like
1: to learn more about that genre that's a good one yeah what about you well I I I think I'd pick um like hindustani music because obviously I was because
0: you're gonna write your dissertation on
1: it I was gonna write my dissertation on it and then it turned out I didn't actually like know enough even about the basics so I think I'd probably learn a bit more about that
0: yeah yeah that would be really interesting to learn about Hmm. um favorite moment as a musician
1: you know, okay, right. I'm gonna go for one that is like a new favorite memory to me, and it's quite recent. Okay. And I don't, and I kind of thinking like I don't think I would have chosen this to be my favorite memory, but actually thinking about it, I'm just like really proud of myself. So, the weekend before my recital, I was feeling really rubbish about my voice. I my confidence was rock bottom. Well, basically, I'd been told that I was like. Doing a few things wrong, and I'd been getting a bit criticism right before the recital, and I was like, I don't know how to work with this. I was just having a rough time, and I felt really rubbish. And like, it didn't matter how much I practiced, I just hated what my like the sound of my voice. And I was just like, why isn't it doing what I want it to do? And then it got to my recital, and my mum had given me some pep talks, and I went into my recital, and I just like, I just gave it everything, yeah. and just sort of really went for it, and I came out and the my accompanist was so nice and just gave me like some really nice compliments about the recital and I was just like that's I think I was like I think that's the best I've ever sang in my life and considering how rubbish I felt over the weekend and I thought my voice was like the worst thing ever I've just come out of that absolutely like just doing it and not caring and I just like to be fair, I don't know the mark yet, so it might have actually been crap. But, I <laughs> but just, you like, were
0: really proud of what
1: you did. But I was really proud of what I did, and I just yeah. kind of pulled myself out of that slump. Yeah. That's
0: my oh,
1: that's that's my that's my proud uh, moment as a musician,
0: I think. Yeah. 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 I think my favourite moment as a musician, well, except for doing a music degree, which I think has been mm-hmm. my most prolonged favourite moment of being a musician
1: mm-hmm. ever.
0: Um, When I was... How old was I? 16, 15? 16? I was in the County Wind Orchestra um, playing flute and piccolo. And um, we got asked if we wanted to be part of a project that was doing an opera at the Royal Albert Hall. Nice. And we, yeah, signed up to it and um, got to perform at the Royal Albert Hall doing an opera. And that was that was insane i remember because we'd been rehearsing for weeks upon weeks we had like you know you'd have like your 10 hour rehearsals i even had like little recorder solo in it and um i remember the last song that we played you know everyone was super going for it they had these huge balloons at the top of the hall like and they all came down and everyone had come up to like support us and it was like it was insane Aww. i've never felt like it was just so much fun yeah um, and you just think, like, oh my gosh, I'm here at the Albert Hall, like playing.
1: Was that your first time performing at the Royal Albert Hall?
0: Yeah. And I think because I was like 16, or yeah. 15, 16, I think it was just like, wow, like this is this is just really fun. Yeah. Honestly, the Royal Albert Hall was just like such an amazing venue, anyways. And I think for me, yeah, it's probably one of my favourite memories as well because it was just really inspiring.
1: Yeah.
0: I remember thinking, like, this is so fun. Like, yeah. I've got to keep doing this. Yeah. I'm not going to stop. Yeah so yeah.
1: Final one, what are your plans for the future?
0: <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> no <laughs> jokes, um, well I've got a bit of a road. you've got a bit more of like a put together plan, I'm sticking around in Birmingham for a while and then I'm moving actually, are I? I'm going yeah. To, I'm going to Norway for a bit and um, study theology. So cool. And then from there onwards, I'm not sure actually, you might train as a teacher, might teach
1: abroad.
0: You never know. Yeah, yeah. Fans are open. Um, but Fran,
1: what about you? Well, I have a job as graduate music assistant at a school Ooh. near where I live. Whoop, whoop. And then probably do a master's in vocal studies. And then hopefully, maybe a professional choir might take me into under their yeah. wing. Um, that's the dream. But they'd be or, lucky to have you. Oh, thanks. Or doing things like this. Podca- music educational, but like to a wider audience than just like... Than a school or something.
0: Classical FM.
1: Classic, Classic FM, or even like, does the BBC want to like hire me to do a series of documentaries?
0: <laughs> do they just
1: chucking that out there. <laughs> so yeah.
0: I can imagine you doing that actually.
1: Thanks. It's just a big dream of mine. It's kind of a it's it's up there. I mean, it's up there. It's up there.
0: There yeah. are options. We have options.
1: Yes. Yes. Hundred percent. That's
0: what we want. So our podcast, so
1: Fran, yeah. why we, why are we starting a podcast? Well, I just thought my, so my YouTube channel, <laughs> there was, there's like, there's so much I want to learn about music, even though, you know, I finished my music degree, but there's so much more I want to learn. There's so much I still feel that I don't know. And I just wanted to keep learning, but I didn't, I didn't think that the information and the amount that i wanted to learn was that would be appropriate to share in video form and i just thought it'd just be a podcast was like the perfect platform to like learn together with our audience Mm -hmm. about literally anything to do with music so it could be world music or pop music or one of my favorites is like doing you know a podcast on the science of applauding random but you know it's like wow yeah that's that's cool um, yeah. So that's why, that's why I guess we're starting this podcast to keep learning. Yeah,
0: yeah, to keep learning. And what can people then expect? Like I'm interviewing. You.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask you what? what what can people expect from our podcast, me?
0: What can people expect? Well, we um, have got a load of different topics that we want to cover. Hopefully, get some people into chat. Yeah, they can expect to learn things. I guess sort of bits of music trivia, bits of um, some in-depth conversations about our own experiences and other people's experiences um in music generally just sort of like get the conversation about music yeah and sort of education about music up and going up and running up
1: and yeah. yeah 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 would you agree i would 100 percent agree yeah yes yeah, so yeah. we're gonna have like people in that uh like maybe specialize in a specific area that we're talking about in that episode oh, i think yeah i think it's got legs to stand on it's I mean, got legs it's got legs it has legs yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Wrapping it up, is there anything you've seen or heard this week that you think is
1: notable? Okay, right. So, this is about music in schools. You know when like you get teachers that are like, "Oh, this child's notoriously difficult." Um and then you you go in with like a a bad expectation and you just you don't even get you don't even give that child a chance to prove themselves. And um, this student was notoriously difficult, but he basically my partner was um, really understanding of him and just basically gave him a chance to like yeah. prove himself in the lesson and he was golden throughout the whole lesson and it's like if if you went in with a preconceived idea of how he was going to behave he wasn't going to behave golden was he whereas I, so I just think musically you need to, like, not assume anything about a student. Does that make sense? i have gone of a bit rambly. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But, like, yeah. I, I just think like, if you
1: think a student's, like, not... has got
0: potential to be musical. Yes, even yes. if you think that they're not musical. Is that what you saying? That was a very
1: long-winded way, sorry, of saying that.
0: No, 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 yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I follow you. Yeah, I, just, yeah, yeah.
1: I just think that even if you think they're going to be a difficult student to learn, or they won't be able to learn an instrument very quickly, or they're not going to be focused, I've just kind of realised that it is possible. They just need to be given the right tools and it's mm. going to be different for everyone, like differentiation in differentiation. our...
0: Differentiation. Differentiation
1: in our music education module. And um, I've yeah. just sort of, like, really realised that and I kind of wish I'd learned that earlier.
0: Yeah, well, this could be my notable thing for the week. So sort of adding on to that, I did a... Um, when I was in, I think, sixth form, we had to do a work experience and um, I went to a local radio station. Man. And... Yeah, there was such a cool radio station because one of the projects they had was they would um, sort of be in contact with schools. And if they had a student who was struggling, they would um, give them a radio program. And the student got to like, like plan it. They got to air it. They got to edit it. They did all those different things. And they found that the kids that sort of had this other thing that was going on outside of school sort of built their confidence. And when they came back to school, they felt like they had something more to offer because... Their confidence had grown in themselves, yeah. And I just like that is honestly one of my favorite things about music because, like, even an example you just gave, I think you music's unique in the fact that, like, you can tailor it so everyone can access it, yeah. And once you can access it, I think can be a massive tool to increasing people's confidence, yeah, and I think and like self esteem, you know, yeah, boom,
1: boom. So that's boom. our podcast,
0: woohoo, Woo! yeah, guys. Thanks for, thanks for listening.
1: We hope you've enjoyed. Sort of our introductory episode, and we hope you return for more.
0: Woo, yes, please.
1: So, you know, message us if you have any ideas, and see you next time. You can continue, yeah. we're going on Spotify, aren't we? Just find us on Spotify. See you next week. Lovely. No, we're, do- we're doing it every month. Oh, that's something monthly. we should say monthly episodes. Aiming to see be. See you next month. See you next month. Um, yeah. Each episode we're going to aim to be released on the 15th of each month.
0: Yeah. Yes, yeah. sounds yeah. good. Woo! <laughs> right thanks for listening
1: Bye. bye